Hey everyone, I'm Rachel. And I'm Sarah. And we're sisters who just so happen to be best friends. We're here to unpack all of the unexpected moments that come with early adulthood and hope to uncover a more meaningful life, one conversation and cup of coffee at a time. This is Mocha's In The Meantime. Hi everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Mocha's In The Meantime. My name is Sarah. And I'm Rachel. And thanks for being here today. We're really excited to get this episode going. Um, I guess just to like warm up a little bit, Rach, I want to hear how your week has been going. It was pretty good this week. It was um, like a little bit warmer this weekend. So I had a little hangout yesterday with a couple of friends. So that was a good weekend. I also got my second vaccine a few days ago. So (laughs) I felt kind of bad for like a 24 hour or so window but now I'm totally normal which is great a small price to pay (laughs) yeah honestly it wasn't bad it just felt like kind of like a flu vibe for like the day and then it went away Mm. yeah I had a similar feeling when I got my vaccine I I just felt kind of headachey the next day and like sluggish How was your week, Sarah? My week was pretty good as well. Um, It was a little overwhelming because I started doing clinical rotations. Um, So I'm in school for nutrition to become a dietitian. And um, we have to do inpatient work for a while before we're able to like become certified. So um, I, I had my first week in the hospital and it was very interesting, but just a lot of information coming at me and also just Mm. patient interactions. It was like the first time I've done that really in this realm, like talking to people about nutrition who are like straight out of surgery. So yeah, it's definitely been a transition, but, um, yeah, I know I'll get the hang of it. And so far it's been interesting and everyone's been really nice. So, but that's like been what's on my mind. (laughs) That's like a big deal though. Yeah, it is. Apply your skills in a actual hospital. It feels like a really big deal because it's something I've been thinking about for years now because I've been planning to do this for a little while and now it's finally here and it's kind of hard to believe that I'm mm-hmm. doing all this stuff like writing notes about patients and going to their rooms and providing education and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Wow. That is exciting. That's like a big deal though. Like it's kind of a taste of what you'll be doing potentially. I'm glad you had a nice week as well. Yeah. Good vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of good vibes (laughs) to segue, um, I think, (laughs) I think that the, um, the topic that we have set for this episode, which is just teachers and experiences we've had in the classroom with teachers is one that always gets me kind of excited because I think I've had a lot of great teachers in my life both as a child as well as an adult um and yeah I think it's just it's really something that I enjoy talking about with you as we have to like prepare for this episode and also just something that maybe doesn't get the attention deserves um because teachers are such a pivotal part of everybody's life Mm mm-hmm I think Mm. it's such an important job. And I think a lot of people have recognized that more like, wow, teachers deserve so much more credit than they have. Mm -hmm. But I think it's always important to remind ourselves of like, wow, teachers have really shaped us. Um, Whether you had bad experiences or good experiences, like the role of a teacher can really 
impact a kid's or adult's life you know you spend so much of your childhood and teen years with these people like these adults so they really can have a say in like how your day goes and how you think about certain topics and what your interests are because I know for sure like the way certain teachers taught me like really sparked my interest in certain subjects in school too. Yeah, no, totally. I agree. And I think also teachers, I do, I just want to express that I believe that teachers kind of can show up in any sort of environment. It doesn't have to be in the traditional school classroom Mm -hmm. or college, you know, huge auditorium, but like you could have teachers at your workplace. You could have a teacher who's just like, you know, maybe a friend of yours who teaches you how to do something or, or provides life lessons. Even I, Mm -hmm. I just want to express that. I think teaching is a very broad thing, but I think for this episode, we're hoping to just hone in a little more on the more classic role of like being a teacher as your career. Um, Mm -hmm. and like you said, yeah, teachers really are some of the first adults besides immediate friends and family members of a child that, has an impact on how you see the world and how you approach topics. Yeah. Um, And like, even just how you treat other people. I think having a teacher who emphasizes like respecting your peers and, um, you know, having open dialogue with other kids and expressing your opinion, but also holding space for other people's opinions is like so pivotal, even for like young children. So it, it really is an important job, like you're saying. Yeah. And we also, just to shout out, I we do, like my grandma was a teacher as well as my grandpa. He was both a teacher and a principal. So mm. I feel like we do come from like a family where teaching was like a common profession, I guess. Yeah. And our uncle also was a teacher as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it runs in our family a bit that like. I feel like I've heard some stories, even just from my grandma about being a teacher and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. Not to get like too off topic, but I think our, our grandparents were like really awesome. Like they were really well, especially my grandfather. Cause he was a, a um, principal. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like legendary. I feel like, like he made a lot of strides in his school. He was working in the Chicago public schools, I believe. Yeah. And like, he also taught, um, he taught us how to swim and also taught, mm-hmm. um, a lot of like people with disabilities, how to swim and was a PE teacher. Like he's done quite a lot with teaching. And then my grandma taught like fourth and fifth graders, I think and has a lot of stories too. So yeah, that's a really good point to bring up. I didn't even like think yeah. about that. And also one of our best friends who's been on this podcast before Eliza is a preschool teacher. So like shout out to you as well for like making an impact on young children's lives as well. And I think just to like start out, what is kind of like the first memory that comes to your mind when you think of like elementary school and the teachers you had back then? I think one thing I remember, um, it's not a specific teacher, but just like the vibe of getting a teacher (laughs) was like such an exciting moment. Um, I remember it would be mid-August or so and the mail truck would come and drop off this like big yellow manila envelope in our mail and inside of it was like (laughs) your teacher of the year um and just like different pamphlets and things about like registering but I just remember that day was like so important and everybody 
like mid-August or so would be waiting for that envelope and just talking on the phone. I would call people's home phones because that was before kids really had cell phones. So I would like call my friends on the landline and be like, did you get your envelope today? And we would kind of like all be coordinated. And it was just such a big deal because, you know, it wasn't like middle school and high school. You had that teacher all day, almost. It really was. I remember doing the same thing as you, like waiting, you know, (laughs) just so intently on getting my teacher for the year because, right, you spent every day with that teacher. Whereas in middle and high school, you switched around. So it was a little bit different. I also remember in middle and high school, when we received our teachers, I would like post my schedule on Facebook. <laughs> Same. In <laughs> like, middle school, mostly. Not as yeah, much. Yeah, like school. period one, this person, so on. And then I'd be like, comment if you have anything. <laughs> that was me. such a vibe. Oh my God. <laughs> it really was. I just remember getting so excited if I had somebody in my my classes. And I think like lunch too. I remember being like, oh no, well, I have so high pressure of like, yeah, because if you didn't know anyone, it was a little bit scary. Wow. What a throwback. I haven't thought about this in a while because it's really different in college. You just, if you have big lectures, you don't think about it. And I think I also, I had a lot of great teachers when I was young. And I think one of my favorite teachers was my fifth grade teacher who I just felt like really close to her. I remember like she was really nice and like supportive. And she also invited my whole class to her, um, her wedding, Wow, (laughs) which was such a shining moment for my friends and I, we all got to go. And I was like recording the whole thing on my camera, of course, like the whole ceremony, which I don't (laughs) even know if that's allowed. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I remember thinking she was like so cool and I like wanted to be like her. And I think that also sheds light on how teachers are really role models too. Yeah. Um, for kids, especially like that teacher was a little bit younger. So I think I was even more like, Oh, I want to be like her. Like, I want to be a really cool, like attractive Mm -hmm. young woman. You know what I mean? Like, um, so yeah, I think back to that and like smile. And I actually know I've seen her a few times since I was in school Mm because she would be, well, it's more her husband is apparently a regular at the coffee shop I used to work at. And so she would once in a while come in and like oh get the coffee God. for them. And she was like, oh yeah, my husband's always here. I, I don't know who he was, but, um, but yeah, she like remembered me when I was, you know, like 22, 23 years old, like That's years, like, nuts, honestly. like over a decade later. Yeah. So that was kind of nice to reconnect pretty recently in life. That yeah. is really cool. I have not really connected with elementary school teachers like I don't know if they would remember me but that's so Mm -hmm. cool that I think I would have been so excited to go to a teacher wedding like that would have been a huge deal and just this did you go to the reception too no we just went to the ceremony but I just remember me and a a group of my friends my mom drove us all and we were like "Ah," like we were so so excited to go that's really cute yeah (laughs) What about you? Do you have any like standout people you think of when you think of like elementary school or middle school at all? Yeah, I have one teacher I wanted to talk about. Um, He was actually our tennis teacher. (laughs) So not like in the day to day, but we did take tennis for multiple years in our childhood. So um, I feel like we got to know him pretty well. I don't know. I just feel like he was a really great example of a really positive like sports teacher or coach I mean he wasn't a coach but like I don't know I think he was really good at his job because he made it really 
fun to learn a new sport and it wasn't a high pressure feeling um, because I had been in some, like I took gymnastics when I was really young and it was such a high pressure environment for kids. And like, they were Mm. very rude and would like yell at you if you messed up, which I guess that's how you become a really good gymnast. I don't know. But for me as a more sensitive kid, I really liked how he made tennis really fun and like, it just felt so approachable. Like he made so many fun games out of it. And he was always like very encouraging to us. Yeah. He was really supportive too. I remember like if we, if we, cause we would have little matches in class and such. And if you won, he'd be like really excited for you, but he'd also always cheer for everybody, like regardless of who won and would just like encourage us to try new games, even though sometimes I would feel really like, Oh no, like I'm not going to do well. Yeah. Um, Like it just, like you said, it made it just fun and like a hobby rather than this, like you need to be perfect so you can compete as a tennis star. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We one time tried to invite him out for pot pies with us. (laughs) We thought that was appropriate to be like, do you want to get a chicken pot pie with us? I just remember mom saying, girls, like he doesn't want to get pot pie. And we were like, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Like we didn't understand that like it would be very odd for our teacher to like hang out with us after class. (laughs) But we were like, he's so nice and I want to be like friends with him. Oh my <laughs> It was really wholesome of us. When we were talking about teachers to prep for this episode, I think oftentimes funny teachers come up too or just teachers who are like strange. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think especially in the younger years, like mm-hmm. it's harder to, if a teacher was great, it's harder to remember super exact moments. Whereas some of our more interesting teachers you remember those memories very vividly of like funny situations or mm-hmm. not ideal situations or like you look back at it as an adult and you're thinking how was that person like allowed to be a teacher yeah and I think yeah it goes back to the fact that the negative teachers can be very impactful unfortunately as well well one of the ones we were talking about earlier was in middle school and both of us had her Um, we had this class called math tech (laughs) that was kind of like an engineering prep kind of course, I think was what it was designed for, but we would come in and do these modules and it was often related to physics and math and like, um, things with like, like one of the activities was we all made these wooden cars. Like we designed them on some software. And then I think they had some sort of equipment to create them yeah. in-house based on of engineering it's kind of cool when you think back like that we were able to do that but I just felt like I never knew what was going on the teacher that we had for that class was just kind of like a bully I'd say to students yeah. like I remember for that car activity <laughs> I my car was not super well designed I guess and so it went kind of slow in the race and I just remember she told me that it was not she was like like it's not aerodynamically sound like like she just kind of like made fun of my car I remember and I was like I'm literally a well when I look back I'm literally a seventh grader you're like 13 12 and I don't know anything about this topic and I was just doing my best and then her car won and she was like bragging about it and I'm like very weird like I don't know she was a very scary woman I I remember being scared to go to her class like I would Mm -hmm. like be really upset about her class because she was so it like mean if you messed Mm -hmm. up in these modules that were 
again, kind of complex for like 12 year olds to be building aerodynamic cars. If anything, you could offer feedback and be like, oh, hey, next time, you know, if you ever do something like this again, here's what you should think about. You know, it was just, it's just kind of strange looking back. I think one teacher that isn't bad at all, but it's more of a funny story (laughs) um, was our band teacher in elementary school. He was just a really funny teacher, like not at all mean, but just like he was a very frazzled man. Mm. So a lot of students were just very just always goofing off during practice. (laughs) And I feel like there are certain instruments of like the groups that were like extra like (laughs) loud and annoying to him. (laughs) Um, And I just have memories. He had this whistle that he would try to blow to like control the band. And the whistle was like broken because I think he blew so hard out of it that the whistle just was faulty and would just like squeak and like shriek, but it wasn't like a loud sound. He was just so funny. And it just oh added to like, the kids being annoying because we thought it was so funny that the whistle was broken <laughs> from overuse. Yeah. It was all in good fun. I think most of the kids, but they like gifted him a stress ball. I remember (laughs) because they're like, we know you're so stressed. Here's a stress ball. (laughs) I think also this is making me think how we all saw teachers as being like superheroes, just like perfect people. But then now that we're talking, it's like there was a lot of stress probably and uncertainty and weird behaviors. Like that one teacher we were just talking about, the one who was not very nice. And so it kind of is like interesting to reflect now as adults and be like, yeah, like they weren't just these flawless humans. Like they're them because whenever I thought about teachers, I always thought about them being perfect. Like if I saw them outside of school, it was like, oh my God, how could I see them doing something normal? Yeah. They were like these untouchable things or something. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any like high school teachers you've thought of recently? Speaking of high school. Well, I think one is um, this is the only teacher we'll name by name because he was on our podcast, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mr. Patton, um, if you haven't watched or watched, if you haven't listened to our episode with him, I would highly suggest listening. Um, yeah. It's called Yoga in the Search for Inner Harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is someone we recently reconnected with um, this last summer. Um, when we planned the episode with him all about yoga because he was our yoga teacher in high school and um, you know we talked a lot about how impactful his class was within that episode so I won't go too in depth but he was just an example I think of a really amazing teacher that was truly there to serve the students and to be a supportive person in their lives. Yeah, he really saw every student as a valuable asset and like, Mm -hmm. I think brought out the best in everyone. And we talked a little bit about this in the episode, but he would do activities often that allowed people to open up if they wanted to. Um, And he would also offer space privately to like open up with him if you were interested, but you didn't have to. And like, I felt like we were all on this kind of I don't know. It just felt like we were kind of going through life together as a class, learning about yoga, learning about um, like how to be compassionate for other people. And especially in high school, I think you can get kind of locked into your cliques or your friend groups and not really offer much attention to anyone else. So I really liked that about him too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like he created a very comfortable environment in the classroom. And like, I think everyone felt valued by him. Yeah. And he was very patient, which I appreciated too. He would often, I remember like, like he was a really good listener and would kind of offer moments to just kind of like, he would just look at you and really like take in what you were saying. And if it was hard for you to say something or a pose was hard for you, he would kind of like, I don't know, like he didn't try to rush anyone or like get to a milestone too quickly. Like you have to get to this move or else you're not going to be, you know, passing my class. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Like he was very patient and always just wanted people to have a good experience where they could grow rather than like the rest of the classes in high school. It was more like you have to reach benchmarks to align with what the school wants. Yeah. I think we talked about that a lot in his episode as well because we did come from a very competitive high school he made Mm -hmm. it a lot more about your personal growth um which I think was really needed in that school and I'm sure that he's still impacting students um to this day at Mm -hmm. that at our high school yeah I think Mr. Patton's a standout Um, I also was thinking as we were talking about high school about this math teacher I had both my freshman and senior year at high school, um, who I really appreciated because I remember I was very shy, especially freshman year. I was very quiet. And I just remember one day she came to my desk and was like, Hey, Sarah, like, how are you doing? And I was like, we talked for a minute and then she was like, is this class a little easy for you? And I was like, I don't know. Like, but I felt kind of just, I was always kind of shy or afraid to say, like, I was afraid to say yes. Cause I didn't want to come yeah. across cocky <laughs> and yeah. she asked me that and I was like, Oh yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing pretty well. Like I'm understanding everything. Like kind of like that. Yeah. And she's like, well, you're doing a really great job. You know, like I've noticed you're, you're really smart and like doing great. Would you like want to move up maybe a level? And I was like, like really, I was really nervous too. Cause I didn't think I could yeah. handle it. I, I think it was just like kind of a, a moment that stuck with me because I felt very like seen and noticed Mm-hmm. by somebody who I really liked, like she was a really good teacher, like really yeah. kind of goofy and, and just really good at explaining some of the concepts that were hard. So I always mm-hmm. liked her and to feel oh. like noticed. And I don't know, like she took the time to ask me how I felt about it and such, rather than just recommending me was really cool. I guess for me, another high school teacher that was really impactful was my English teacher, my sophomore year. It was honors English, I remember. Um, And honestly, he ended up being one of my favorite teachers of high school um, because he just cared so much about the students' growth, I would say. Like, I feel like he was known to be kind of harder as a grader, but it was because he was actually challenging you as a student and, like, wanted to see your growth and pushed you to, like, actually produce better work um like he gave us all the tools we needed I think to succeed it just felt so much more of an achievement when I started to get A's later in the year because I was able to grow as a writer in his class and he just taught us so much about like the importance of thesis and like arguing your points and like using data and like Um, quotes to back up our arguments like I think just the basics of essay writing I just got from his class I just loved his class and I think he valued so much the importance of reading and writing 
for fun and like the importance of like using writing and like storytelling to like share your story to others and to like communicate to other people like he always talked about like the power of writing and I just think I love stuff like that so it was always inspiring and Mm. he even took every day 10 minutes at the beginning of class to read for fun like every student could just choose whatever book they wanted and read no questions asked of what you're reading there was no assignment it was just like okay put out your like start reading for 10 minutes and I just think that showed a lot about how he cared about us enjoying reading not just reading the classics or like the cl- the books we had to read in school quote unquote because mm-hmm. I think that does suck away the fun of English for a lot of students if you don't really connect with those older pieces or like the classics and I mean I liked some of the classics but I also didn't love all of them and it was really nice to have that outlet to read whatever I wanted in his class um, at the beginning of the day and mm-hmm. he was just really nice I don't know I just have I really respected him as a teacher. He he gave you the tools for success, but and provided so much support and made himself feel very accessible and approachable. But he also didn't just baby us and like hand us the stuff hmm. and just give us all A's if we did the assignment. You know, he like cared about our growth. Yeah. That's like that's like a I think a hallmark of a good teacher, especially as people get a little older. Because yeah. I think kind of giving you the tools and being a supporter, but also having that space for you to kind of authentically deliver an assignment in the way that you and your, you know, with your skills and your personality and your own experiences can like authentically deliver it. I think that's really, I don't know. I think it's a great way to kind of prepare people for the real world. Yeah. like, Like having that balance of supporting you and, and also giving you feedback so that you can improve or you can maybe alter or evolve your thinking a little bit to to maybe be more like reaching your full potential a little bit more is key. Yeah, I think his class was just the start of me really enjoying creative writing and um, like enjoying fiction and even poetry. Yeah, I think sometimes teachers who instruct the arts in general or like like if they teach more in writing or English or music or something at least in my life I feel like have had more of like a personal impact maybe maybe because of the material but -hmm. also maybe because of the passion also that they bring like to the classroom like I think I mean this is a very different kind of environment but I've had some really great voice teachers over the years that I think when I think back to like some of the best teachers I've ever had, I would include them in that. Like, yeah, especially my teacher. Well, both of them were great. I had two kind of prominent ones, but the one that I had in college, um, I think when I think back to my time with her, it was like, she was very good at doing what you described earlier, like kind of challenging you and giving you tools, but also leaving room for you to like figure it out for yourself. And, um, she would always challenge me too to kind of try things that freak me out. Like, yeah, I was always really worried about playing the piano and singing at the same time. And so she would just encourage me and like, let me do it in our sessions, like perform it for her, which really scared me even like more than an audience. Cause I was like, Oh, she's my teacher. She yeah. can like grade me um, or just try really difficult songs that 
you know, I would think are so out of my range or out of my capability. Um, but would kind of like give me some tools, like this is what you can practice. This is what you can do. And then just offer space to be like, okay, let's see it. Like, let's hear it. Let's do it. And like, not make it this all or nothing. It was more like, just how can I improve? How can I feel more comfortable with this Mm -hmm. style? Um, I just distinctly remember we, we used to sing, um, like Beyonce songs Mm -hmm. as a way of like really challenging me. Cause, um, like we once did, we worked on, um, love on top, which is like one of the hardest songs ever. And I just remember at the end, cause there's all those key changes where it gets higher and higher and higher. I love Um, that song. Yeah. Like I, it's such a good song. Yeah. And like, I mean, I definitely couldn't deliver it to Beyonce's level of <laughs> and anyone perfect, perfection. Yeah. <laughs> but I think just, I just remember practicing that song and thinking like, I don't know, like, why not just practice skills that frighten me? Because that's how you're going to get better at anything, you know? Yeah. She pushed you, but in a really supportive way. And she was like. also just like doing her thing, which I really appreciated. Like she had like her own show like solo singing show she did and you know like had really niche interests like musical interests and I just really thought that was cool um so yeah I also just admired her as a person I think but especially because you had her for like all of college so she you kind of got that growth throughout your college days with her it sounds like yeah I really got to know her I think that's like I said the special thing sometimes about like arts teachers yeah. Is because because sometimes it's a personal thing, like to, you know, like you cry. Sometimes I cried when I was singing songs, you know, like mm-hmm. it becomes kind of a personal environment. And I think that's where teachers can really make even more of an impact when you're able to like yeah. be a real person. Um for sure. Like we've been talking about. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have like any standout professors or like people from from college? Yeah, I had a lot of good teachers throughout college. I think for more specific teachers, I had um, a really cool creative writing teacher. Um, I think every teacher I had in creative writing at my school was amazing. Um, That was my minor in college. Um, So I had a really cool set of graduate students that taught me a few classes. Um, And then I had a really cool teacher who actually was a published author herself. Like she was kind of a hot shot on campus, at least least in the English department. Like everyone in like the English department or creative writing minor was like, oh my God, she's so cool. Like she's like a published author and she led the whole creative writing program for graduate students Mm -hmm. at um, the U of M at the time. Um, and I took a young adult fiction class with her where we read a lot of really cool, like YA books, which was so different for most English classes that we were reading, like these very contemporary, like books for teens and just kind of analyzing them from like an English lens, I thought was so cool. And she just made the class really fun. Um, she, you know, because she's a writer herself, she brought so much, knowledge I think into all the lessons we had a lot of really cool writing exercises in her class like really fun unique prompts that she would think of in the discussions and stuff I I did have another really cool teacher my senior year he was my like capstone teacher for my one of my majors because in my 
case, I picked the capstone for one of my majors. I didn't have to do both. And the teacher was just so cool. I feel like he cared so much about our professional development and personal development more than a lot of other teachers. Like he was Mm. very focused on preparing us for the job world and for the field. And he just really valued us, I think, as professionals and, you know, really did that work to prepare us and have so many guest speakers, which was really valuable to have like industry um, professionals coming in all the time, like more than any Mm -hmm. class I had been in. He really valued having a lot of guest speakers, a lot of different perspectives um, to really, really help us as students. And I don't know, I feel like in that class, I learned more about how to be a good team member, how to like communicate have opinions how to like conduct myself in like a professional environment more than I learned about like just memorizing things in class Mm -hmm. so yeah I really valued him and he would cold call on people a lot in his class and that usually like really scares me but I just felt like in his class I didn't mind it and it felt like a challenge in a good way like he was really Mm -hmm. just like I want to know your thoughts so-and-so like and he just I think that collaboration he kind of like not in a bad way but he kind of like really was like I'm gonna get this out of all of you and get all your different Mm. perspectives like he didn't just wait for people to volunteer he wanted to hear from everyone um Mm. I like that actually even though cold calling yeah it is a little bit scary I've had that yeah I think it's kind of like like we were talking about earlier like a testament to a teacher noticing people and Mm -hmm. like, like recognizing you as an adult and like someone who has valid thoughts and opinions. Um, I think that's like, so key. He said, I remember in the beginning of his class, like, you know, in a few years, like, it's not going to matter what your grade is in my class. It's more about like what you're learning and taking away. Um, Mm -hmm. And I hope that like, it's more than just a grade, you know? And yeah, I thought that was really cool. Like he was just a great guy. (laughs) Yeah. He sounds really cool. I I also like what you were saying about like, um, having, well, he didn't exactly say this, I guess, but you got me thinking about how sometimes I think the best teachers also are the ones who try to teach information in a variety of ways. Um, and I think sometimes in college, it's difficult to do that. But yeah. I really appreciate classes I've had, even like in grad school too, where there's different ways of kind of solidifying the material that are incorporated. So yeah, there's lectures probably, there's discussions that people maybe pose or group activities, things like that, just different ways to acquire material. I think that that's also something I appreciate when professors or teachers try to like engage you in ways that aren't just that traditional, like sitting in front of the projector or whatever and just listening to someone drone on because I just don't think that's how most people learn yeah and being a good educator I, I think is knowing more about how to reach everyone and like I mean we did talk about learning styles I remember a lot in high school and like knowing your learning style a little think, bit yeah I think that that's something that sometimes is out of a professor's control if they have a huge amount of information to relay but um just another thing I appreciated that I've enjoyed in certain classes I've had both in grad and undergrad. Yeah. I think that makes all the difference to have like interesting 
I guess, class material. Like I was saying with certain teachers having really cool exercises, I think it makes a huge difference. Um, and yeah, I think in general, teachers really can shape your interests because if they teach it in a way that's really interesting to you, you're more likely to find interest within the subject. Yeah. The teacher really makes it like you could take a, I've taken classes before. Like I took, I'm really interested in maternal and like infant nutrition, like, like working with pregnant families and such. And I remember I took a class about it in undergrad and I liked the material, but I felt like the class itself was so boring Mm. that like, I just didn't really get much out of it. And I'm like, wow, I thought I would love this class, but I think the professor really does make or break, I think, um, Mm -hmm. sometimes. So, um, again, I think that just like bringing it full circle, it kind of just shows how pivotal teachers are really in, um, and just shaping what you might end up doing with your life and how you interact with the world. I don't know. Teachers are all around us. Like we were saying earlier and, Lately, I think just as I've been interacting with like preceptors or people that I've been like my site supervisors and my rotations, I'm realizing just like teaching is everything. Like teaching is how you get into a field, like how you learn the ropes of a job, how you become more comfortable with a new role. Like even being a parent, I feel like there's teaching involved, like people teaching you like nutrition education is big, like um, with like helping people maybe recognize habits that are going to benefit them. So it's a really important skill, I think, to have and to just like notice the strengths of an others that you can also maybe serve as a teacher for someone else um, Yeah. in life. Yeah. I think you could find them all over the place, like even people younger than you. Totally. Or like your own peers, I guess. Like, I feel like you can learn so much from everyone around you if you're looking for it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you never stop learning from people. But yeah, shout out to all the teachers out there for, like, dedicating your life to helping others and, like, trying to nurture and support students at any age. Like, you're all very important to shaping our society like the future of our society but also the current people like in adults out there and to like providing some funny stories like honestly yeah <laughs> like we didn't talk about this one this one teacher but just real quick one of my funniest teachers that I've ever had and Rach has also had was in high school our econ teacher he had these like really cold sayings and jokes he would make all the time it's really hard to describe him but uh, an example extremely deadpan yeah I describe him (laughs) like he had no emotion but would like deliver like these weird like funny things but like no laughter smile in the delivery like an example was he would always just when we were starting class or taking an exam or something, he'd be like, all right, everybody get out your pens, pencils, chalk, paint, like sidewalk chalk, whatever you got, just get it out and start working. <laughs> we were just like, yeah, sir. I'm going to pull out like sidewalk watercolors chalk. to do your <laughs> test. Like he didn't, he was so funny. Or he'd be like, put boys, put down the burrito and pick up a book. And he'd never say it to he the girls all the time. But yeah, like things like that. I just, he's provide <laughs> that like him and many others have provided just like funny tidbits to share as I've gone yeah. through life. But I don't know. Do you have any other like closing thoughts, Rach, before we wrap up? I'm trying to think, but. I think that's pretty much everything. I think just 
I think the importance of just seeing students as important people and getting to know them, I think is important with teachers and the other way around too. Mm. If you can have the chance to get to know your teachers, it's really helpful. Um, even just again, reconnecting with Mr. Patton and learning more about him later on was so cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Mutual respect. Yeah. yeah. Especially as you're like adults. <laughs> Like in like more college settings, even like when I studied abroad in Dublin, my teacher, like we all got drinks with him at the pub. Like, oh, yeah, I think like similar to what you said, my final thing would just be like, it's so important to show respect for teachers and like, you know, try to take what they're telling you seriously and and apply it to your own life. But I think also for on the teacher side, like seeing the value of each and every student is so key. So yeah, yeah. I know this has been fun to just chat a little about, um, yeah. Teachers. I think we also decided to do this episode now because there's like teacher appreciation week coming up in, I think early May. Yeah. So in the meantime, maybe reach out to an old teacher of yours or even a current teacher and say like, I love your class or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. I think just reaching out, I'm inspired maybe to reach out to my, the English teacher I was talking about, you know, just maybe you never, it never hurts to reach out and show your appreciation. Yeah. And also feel free to reach out to us. If you ever want to tell any teacher stories about you know, funny or interesting or impactful teachers you've had, um, you can always reach us on social media on Instagram and Facebook at Mocha's in the Meantime podcast. We also have a website, mochasinthememeantime.com. We've got a blog set up there. Um, we've got a guest blogger coming up um, next week. So we're really yeah. excited to start that out. And always, of course, let us know if you're interested in blogging. And um, yeah, thanks for all the support. All right. Well, Peace. Peace.